and welcome everybody to the Just Call It Podcast. I hope everyone's having a good day, chilling and uh, relaxing and doing everything that they should. Today is uh, March 20th, you know, it's Monday, people have the Monday blues, people feeling like shit, not feeling that great. I'm with you, you know, it's all good, I got you guys. Just hang in there today, you're gonna get through the week, the weekend's coming, March is almost over, you're gonna get to April, you're gonna feel better in April because there's still nothing much to do in April, but you know what, you're gonna get through it, it might be your fucking birthday, it might be your mom's birthday, it might be your best friend's birthday, who knows, it might be something for you to get out. So, plan on doing something for yourself. Because the world is coming to a weird, weird end, man. It's coming to a weird, weird, uh, like fucking, like a, uh, like a things all of a sudden coming into fruition, you know? Just recently today, what happened was China, Mr. Z. XI, I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't really care how that's pronounced. And Putin met today. Take off my eyes because there's like a. Take off my eyes. Oh my God. Seriously, like taking off my eyes because I can't see anything. Brisk, baby. Not a sponsor. So, you basically have Putin meeting up with each other. With uh, with whoever that guy is, Mr. Z, Mr. X, let's just call him Mr. X, you know, he's meeting up with Putin. And I guess China is coming up with uh, some type of uh, like 12 point plan or some shit. He, they came up, they met up in his uh, Putin's living room because obviously they're like grandma seats where they sat at. Um, and they obviously had interpreters that I don't even know how they would interpret. So one guy knows Chinese. Okay. He's listening to the Chinese guy. And then is he saying to the other guy in Russian? Because there's two interpreters in the room with Putin and Mr. X. You got to understand, like, these are like the two biggest fucking countries in Europe. You know, that they are fucking huge. You know, China's huge, and Russia's even bigger. So, hey, man, this is why they feel so dear friendly, because that's what they kept re- referring to each other as, dear dear friends. They're dear friends for some reason. So all of a sudden, you get this guy who is coming up to Putin and says, hey, man, I got this plan. I think this plan's going to be great. We're going to be able to uh, go into Ukraine. And I'm going to be I'm going to be your uh, guy. I'm going to be your one, too, dude. I'm going to be the dude that just let me go in there. Just let me go in there and just speak for you to the guy in Ukraine because you don't want to get killed. I'll, I'll get killed for you. Why would they want to kill me? I look nothing like you, right? Mr. X is like a foot taller than Putin, even though Putin's a black belt in judo, he probably could take Mr. X, but Mr. X looks like he can take a, take a couple judo flips, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, so he's going to be supposedly some, some peace seeker, and he's going to talk to uh, the president of Ukraine. Mr. Zakowski, I don't know what his name is, Mr. we'll call him Mr. Z. 
And uh, he is going to supposedly go over there and he wrote this rhetoric up to Putin to basically kind of like conform with Putin's idea of blaming America for instigating on his shit and then acting like a victim and say, hey, man, just leave me alone. You're kind of bullying me over here. I'm trying to dominate. Slow. Let me dominate. You know, just step off. Right. And then you have Mr. X who's trying to go over to Z and say, hey, man, look. The whole reason why we're having this war is because of the United States. It's not Russia. It's the United States. So join us and we're going to become like this super East power. And you better claim East moving forward. Otherwise, it's either like, you know, it's it's either your blood on the paper or it's your signature. You know, that's that's kind of it. You know, that's 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 basically what it is. And uh, that's all you got. And so, um, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Is that kind of like the plan? And not to mention, okay, this Mr. X dude from China has been busy. This guy has been going over here to Saudi Arabia. He's a unified, um, Iran and Afghanistan just because over some resources, some oil, blaming the United States as again, saying this is why we're in this issue. Not too long ago, I just saw like this thing on YouTube about this guy screaming at George Bush at some type of like conference. I guess something he's doing a speech and he's saying, Hey man, why don't you say sorry to all the people that got killed in Iraq? Because you said that there was weapons of mass destruction there and people, millions got killed because of you and there was, there was none. So. It was a crazy kind of video. If you look it up, probably look up man screaming at George Bush about bombs, uh, weapons of mass destruction. It's probably on YouTube. It's on ton- tons of stuff. And it's kind of sad, man. It's kind of sad that you're seeing this America right now and all the UN can't really do anything about these negotiations happening on the back door of the Middle East and the East and China and Russia and and Ukraine trying to slowly merge them into China to get them to understand, hey man, if you don't come with us, we're basically gonna like destroy you. Like we're we're trying to unite this po- powerful band of Eastern powers, and if you don't basically conform with us, like you're done. Like pretty much from what I understand, I I know that all of southeast asia you know malaysia area vietnam laos the the tri the triangle over there cambodia vietnam all those places do business with everybody they're like they're all pirates there's they're kind of lawless but at the same time they have their generals their kings they have their um you know, commanders, they're, you know, all those people who rule there and they rule certain areas. It's, it's lawless, but yet there's always somebody who's in power, right? Who powers the whole thing. Of course, those people are in bed with the, the closest neighbor, which is what? China and Russia, India as well. Why not? They do probably dealings with Australia delivering their drugs. They probably have some of the best heroin, which was involved with the time of the Vietnam War when the bodies were getting uh, delivered with heroin. Also inside of the bo- dead bodies coming from our side, Americans dying in the war, shipping over the dead bodies to go get buried in a nice burial, which they deserve, 
and then all of a sudden to open up their bodies, you know, their body bags, and to see that there's a, you know, probably a freaking pound of heroin just sitting in there. And that was happening back then in the 70s. Um, there's tons of documentation about that. There's even movies about that. So think about it, man. Um, if certain powers, you know, are just kind of like lawless and just doing business with everybody, they don't really care. They don't really have uh, allegiance with anybody. They're more uh, probably aligned with countries that allows them to do whatever they need to do. So they don't want any cops coming into their, you know, country cops coming into their whole thing and superpowers like America or, you know, Europe coming and telling them what to do. So you guys think about that. Is that beyond the Ukraine war, there's also negotiations and talks talking about with China and tons of things that are happening, which is just, just crazy. Talking about Putin's friends, let's talk about Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump's getting arrested today. Or tomorrow, who knows? He basically has a lot of money, and who knows what he's trying to do? Get out of it. He's getting in it. He's uh, uh, basically just has so much money, he's paying everybody off. So basically, it comes to haunt him that whatever hush money he gave to Stormy Daniels or he gave to the, I guess, the FBI or DEA director of the FBI or whatever, uh, Cohen some money as well to give to Stormy Daniels. Now he's coming up to court and basically saying that, hey, man, uh, I'm basically saying that this actually happened. And now Trump's going to go to jail now for giving a porn star hush money to be quiet. And he's turning himself in tomorrow as of March 20th. So supposedly he's going to jail March 21st. And he's declared that he wanted to have protests and stuff like that. And the Secret Service is going to be there with him as he gives his fingerprints and his all his um, his, uh, you know, documentation, his uh, weight, his physical and stuff like that. That's crazy how that starts to bite you in the ass that whatever you were trying to do as you were campaigning as president all of a sudden, because you're on top of the world, this porn star is going to crush you because you gave them not enough hush money or whatever the instances were between you and Cohen. It's too deep of pockets, man. You probably didn't have enough money to pay them off. You probably needed to give them more. But now that you are no longer on top of the world and facing a lot of scrutiny and all these people are still facing scrutiny to this day, you basically ruin their lives. You know, Cohen is a guy that walks anywhere and in any uh, government agency will always be declared as a dude who worked with Trump and also gave money to Stormy Daniels. Come on, man. Stormy Daniels is basically extremely famous at this point. It's kind of sickening at the same time that the president, you know, was still able to be president after that happened. And to this day, he's talking about reelecting him like you know repositioning himself as president again to put himself on the ballot so he can go for a second term and i have nothing against against the guy but now he's facing time in jail so that might not look good in being a president again and i don't even think that qualifies you as being a president if you went to jail i'm not sure you can fact check me on that let's get to the next topic 
I'm going to be like YG and just sing the song, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. I don't even know how that song goes, but I think it kind of goes something like that a little bit. Brisk Baby, not a sponsor. Now, March is coming to an end. I'm sure you guys had your festivities um, going on this weekend because St. Patrick's Day fell on a weekend, which was great for me. I had a great time with my wife and a couple of friends of mine, and uh, we drank. We drank beer, drank um, not Guinness because everybody was tapped out of kegs by the time we got there at 10 o'clock, which uh, salute to the Bay Area or exactly Oakland, California. You guys... Drank all the kegs by the time we got to Ben and Nick's. Damn. It was great to uh, get out, see buddies. I've seen them in a long time. Uh, been going to a rough patch myself. So, you know, kind of kind of separate. Kind of separate from each other. Or I like to bid it. I like to get my hibernation in and uh, recalibrate my mind. Because, uh, you know, stuff is tough. Sometimes in... Uh, you need to uh, do some self-care. You need to take care of yourself. You need to um, help people who are going through that as well. Anyways, uh, these are my recommendations for March. Uh, what is it? What's this weekend? Let's ask nobody. It's the 24th, 25th, and then 26th, I think. So anyways... My recommendation for this weekend is for you to go see Miss Pat at San Jose Improv the 24th and 25th. I was completely correct. Damn, I'm badass. And um, go see her. She's a great person. She was on the Joe Rogan podcast. She's uh, African-American comedian. Uh, she probably doesn't like that I said that. She probably wants me to refer, her, refer to her as being a black comedian. Who is completely funny. Her... Her podcasts are hilarious, and every time she's been on a bunch of people's podcasts, like Burt Kreischer's, um, Joe Rogan's, as I said, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she's also been on Kill Tony and a bunch of other podcasts in that um, universe of people who know Joe Rogan. <laughs> Another thing for you guys to do coming up around August 5th in Stanford is to go see Revolution, reggae band. Completely love to... Uh, jam out to some beautiful revolution. I've seen them live before. They're actually absolutely spectacular. I saw them with Sublime in Rome. Um, totally worth it, man. And I believe Revolution is going to be with Sublime in Rome that weekend. I mean, that, that day, I'm not sure. And then also April 8th, coming up a little sooner in the Oakland Arena at Oracle, is going to be Burner Boy. Um, the African, uh, South African or Nigerian, I believe he's Nigerian, um, rapper. He does that really sexy music that people love to dance to, you know, they got to get vibe to and all that stuff. And, uh, that's my recommendations for what to do this weekend and future are April and August, which is coming up, you know, it's probably going to cost some money. So, you know, whether you're rich, you can get them whenever you want or you're poor like me or whatever, you know, you're not making a much, you know what I'm saying? So you want you wanna, you know, whatever. Whatever, you know. I'm gonna tell you. But whatever, right? Whatever that makes sense. So what I'm doing this weekend though, 
is I'm trying to convince my friends to go to a casino. Yes. I love gambling. That's one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. I love uh, going to Vegas. It's probably really fun. Um, when I say I love gambling, I definitely don't love it like most people describe it. Like, you know, you're thinking Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen, you know, freaking type of thing. No, I don't gamble like that. Like, definitely not. <clears throat> I think the most I've ever lost in a casino is about $300. Um, I lost that in about two hours, which is, you know, huge argument in the parking lot with the wife. But holy shit, man, was that exhilarating. <laughs> you know, the argument was even better. No, I'm just kidding. To bazing. Back to what I was talking about. So, yeah, man, I want to go to casino. I've been looking up the formula on how to actually um, calculate what to play, whether to hit or stand in blackjack for a casino, um, what to do. And I guess there's actually like a calculated formula out there that helps you figure out what to do in certain scenarios, whether to hit, what to do with the face card for the blackjack player and stuff like that. So I'm going to use that formula. I think you guys should look it up if you guys are ever interested in like looking at that. Like that's pretty freaking crazy, man, that that's actually figured out. And if you just want to go to the casino, play slow, play just like one, you know, whatever the buy-in is, $5, right? Then you're going to pay you know, maybe you put the $5 plus an additional 10 bucks, put 15 down and just play the slow game. Boom. Very slow. Boom. Boom. And basically just kind of memorize what it tells you to do when you see the face card of the dealer and what you have in return and says, Hey, do you hit? Do you stay? And you basically just try to memorize that. And you're basically just going to keep winning. And you can leave that night with putting down a hundred dollars and possibly possibly playing a three hour game and leaving with probably five hundred to a thousand dollars. So if you enjoy gambling and just the exhilaration of just sitting back and collecting those free drinks, maybe giving up the, the waitress or the waiter a tip and giving the uh, the the uh, whatever the douchebag behind the freaking thing gambling the cards the whatever the poker douche right the guy right who's dealing the cards boom the bing the bump bump right he's dealing the cards and everything and uh you just remember that shit just go home download it today uh um number graph uh number graph for poker for blackjack and you're going to tell you it's like a whole scheme. It's like a number line. You know, you put like your finger back in the day, like in freaking elementary school, like two to four. What do you get? Right. You know, you add two plus four, you know, like boom, six. Right. You're going to go there, download that online. You're going to get download a blackjack game. All right. You're going to download a blackjack game on your phone. You're going to memorize. You're going to grab the sheet. You're going to print this damn thing out. You're going to grab a sheet. You're going to put it right on your freaking, like your freaking desk 
and you're going to grab your phone while at lunch. You're going to keep playing this thing. You memorize this shit. So keep using the arithmetic and keep memorizing how to do it on the game. So if you do it on the game against the dealer on the game, you're going to do the same thing. It tells you, okay, boom. What happens if the dealer's card is a five up? Uh, face up is five and the other one down you don't know boom you look at it and you're like oh hit bounce whatever and it's going to tell you and usually like 99 percent of the time is freaking right so i think i totally recommend for people if you want to try to remember how to gamble how to figure out whether or not you should freaking like memorize this blackjack thing you want to play a slow game you want to get in there i totally recommend it I've been looking at it. It's freaking awesome. Um, and yeah, man, I've been going through this weird uh, rabbit hole of looking at Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate. How he knocked these dudes out from like a fucking like sitting on his Bugatti because he was praying that some people were sitting on his Bugatti and he was going to beat the shit out of them in Romania. It's like, what the fuck are these guys, man? Like, you want to ridicule them, but they're like six foot three bot, like kickbox champion kickboxers. And you're like, who the fuck are these guys, man? Just laying people out. I couldn't believe I saw that video. And it just got me so pumped. Like, what would I do if I was sitting on Tristan fucking Tate's Bugatti and both of them came up to me and I had eight of my boys? I think I would run away with his keys. That's my fucking point, and I get it. I'm not 6'3", and I'm not a champion boxer, but I will use my jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai to fight you. And uh, I would never sit on another person's car either. I think that's fucking totally fucking disrespectful, first of all. I don't care what person's car you have. You don't fucking sit on another man's or woman's car. Like, that's just hella disrespectful that you do that, first of all. You know, you can have a belt on, your keys could scratch um that's just rude to do that in general so i would never even be doing that anyways but if i was sitting there with my friends i would definitely throw a couple elbows or try to throw like some fucking superman punches i'll tell you that and i would get down fucking get him down in the arm bar fucking choke him out in a fucking triangle fucking elbowing him fucking let you know, fucking motherfucking i would fucking do that shit and that's what i would do so that's how you do it welcome to the motherfucking judge card just just carry welcome to the judge Thank you for coming to the Just Call It Podcast. Woo. Gotta calm down. Goose Fraba. Goose Fraba. Welcome to the Just Call It Podcast and signing out from the Just Call It Podcast. William Murillo, check it out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And you can say it to your Alexa. Go ahead and hit that Just Call It Podcast shit. Thank you very much for coming. It's a very wonderful day for me. Monday, signing out. I appreciate you guys. God bless.